<laughs> You're already dead. <laughs> Eat some fucking shit, you fucking stupid bitch. <laughs> Jeffer, turn alive. Uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you had a cold Man. open? Yeah, I, I do have a cold open. <laughs> All right, go for it. Are we just going to do the fucking uh, Tom goes to the mayor thing for a while? So, because of your bravery coming forward with the fact that you have IBS Allen... I know someone who is willing to come forward and say that they are also suffering from IBS. Oh, yeah? Uh, Chelsea, my girlfriend, love of my life, also suffers from IBS. And uh, she's breaking the silence just like you are. And we're trying to raise awareness for IBS. And so we want everyone on Chelsea's birthday, which is December 4th, we want you all to go out. Uh, and get, uh, you know, donate to the IBS Awareness Foundation that we're starting, the Chelsea Comer Foundation, Chelsea Allen Cheney Comer Foundation. Uh, and if you donate, you will get a, a ribbon that's all brown, uh, except for the tips, which are red. Undercooked analysis, mm. uh, which is now entirely about my poop. <laughs> that was no. We we already we already dealt with the our crap is your crap thing from or could be your crap thing from the previous uh, garage sale episode. Um, can't we just? Did we just on? do a pre? Did we just do a previously on? Previously on undercooked analysis. Alan has problems with his poop. Uh, I gave it's up time. soda, and I, I actually I gave up soda, and I haven't had a, a a soda or caffeine in like three or four weeks now, mm-hmm. and all my poops are solid. Proud of you. So you know, <laughs> shut up, shut up, because now now people are going to think that this this uh, foundation that we're setting up is a fraud. It's going to be a scandal that your poops are solid and and you're not having bleeding diarrhea. Alan, did you? I never, I never had bleeding diarrhea. Never ever. Never. Ever. Yeah, I thought not. <laughs> Everyone's had bleeding diarrhea at some point. This is a lovely no. topic. Um, uh, Brandon, you might need to see a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just stoic about my shits. You have to be stoic about your shits with the way you're describing them. so we're back a dinosaur story and uh i think it really what should happen here is uh we should change that we should roll back the rock to the dawn of time when the earth was smoking and the lava flowed roll back the rock to the dawn of time something when the earth was smoking like a volcano. volcano and when all dinosaurs ate brain grain 
It was great. Yes. Uh, I honestly Look, all dinosaurs I... didn't have feathers, and they ate cereal that made their brains made their brains uh, better, Sci- and then made them more cartoony. Scientifically accurate, and and then they ate true. hot dogs. Yep, it's, it's the most scientifically accurate dinosaur film ever produced. Fuck um, you, Prasic. Um, I will say, I think Brandon wouldn't have as much of a problem with his problem if he just would maybe lay off the bl- butt plugs a little bit. Yeah. Uh, no, I've, I've, I've always had some explosive shits. Uh, okay. <laughs> this is lies. This is lies because I actually have the most consistent, nice, well-rounded shits good to know i guess how, <laughs> how many people need that info for their trivia games out there all you people playing undercooked to dallas right, bingo let's complete, the, let's complete the trifecta so all our fans know david what are your poops <laughs> like mine are pretty consistent and they're pretty consistently just generic much like myself they're pretty consistently generic poops we, we need we need to stand on stage with microphones <laughs> This is my bowel movement. There are many like it, but this one is mine. My bowel movement is fluid. <laughs> Turgid. So now you know we're going to be doing a uh, Midsummer Scream 2018. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, the new show, uh, The Diarrhea Monologues. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, so uh, this is fitting because we've decided to break protocol and read Everybody Poops. Um, actually, we're going to be reading the McCarter House, uh, written by the author of Everybody Poops. Uh, what when, what what uh, date was this uploaded? Uh, this was uploaded December fourth, twenty thirteen. National IBS Awareness Day. <laughs> um, this is actually uh, a fresh batch of poison, and from our patrons, poison. This was sent to us by our good friend. Are you just are you just talking about so far? This has been a fresh batch of poison. I tend, I tend to agree. <laughs> it's been a little while. It's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a while since you've had a uh, oh, wow. patron's poison. And uh, I want to say this one was sent to us by Parmesan, uh, who says this is a story by J. S. Lawhead, who wrote a book I really enjoy. All I'm going to say is it's his least deranged story, and I think you'll all have a good time with it. Well, uh, Parmesan, I guess that remains to be seen. Also, Parmesan is a longtime listener. I almost said longtime listener, first-time writer, but that's not true. Um, but has, you know, shown his support in the community in various ways, so thank you for that, Parma. Uh, and uh, without further ado, let's take a look at this McCarter house, shall we? Yeah. The McCarter House in Greenberg, Tennessee, is fairly well known by now. But at the time that my wife, my wife, and I were looking to buy it, <laughs> got to keep it going. Yes, I'm so glad. I'm so happy we somehow chose both of these stories. <laughs> <laughs> to 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 clarify, the last story we recorded, and we record these in multiple sessions. Yes, we do. It was uh was um. That one forget that one cellar door cellar door story. Uh, sorry, where was I? My wife and I were looking to buy it. It was only infamous to the locals, and we knew nothing about it. 
It is a pale white farmhouse on a bald hill just off Baden's Road in the Walnut Creek area of town. It might still be there, but hopefully it had been torn down by now. If you decide to go there, listen to the story as your word of warning first, and do not go there during a full moon. So I'm not a fan of the front loading of the full moon, but like, check out, check this shit out. Like, we, we get the name of the house, the, the place where it is, Greensburg, Tennessee, pale white farmhouse on a bald hill off Baldens Road. Like, we're getting, like, this is nothing but details. Yes. Oh my god, it's so refreshing. Okay. The house had been the scene of a horrific battle during this... Mm. What? <laughs> so, go, go ahead, Alan. Here we go. The house had been the scene of a horrific battle during the zombie apocalypse. Jim McCarter, his family, and some of his neighbors had holed up there when the zombies rose up from the Walnut Creek Cemetery. Okay, story. <laughs> <laughs> the attack was brutal. The McCarter clan were quickly surrounded by the living dead, and somehow the zombies were able to break open a door and get in. No one survived. The story behind this was particularly scandalous, as there was a church nearby where everyone else in the community was able to hide and successfully defend themselves from the zombies. Jim McCarter's clan was... Banned from the church due to the accusations made by Pastor Tom Olson claiming Jim had impregnated both of his twin daughters. Whoa. What the hey, fuck? Well, there, there, there's the moral of the story. Don't be fucking a pastor's daughter when there's an impending zombie apocalypse. That's, that's, the fi- that's how they broke the final seal and allowed the floodgates of hell to open. Um, I actually, Jim, Mc- I actually Jim think, McCarter I think... single-handedly caused the zombie apocalypse. That was what it took to break the final seal. So, did Jim fuck the pastor's daughters or his own daughters? <laughs> mm, either way. Mm. E- either way. Later, when everyone else was driving stakes through the brains of the dead in every graveyard they could find, Olson famously refused to do so on the grounds that the rising dead was part of God's divine plan. God gave these men and women new life, and taking that away was nothing short of murder. That Holy was last- shit. Holy shit, check out all of these motivations. Character yeah. motivations. Mm-hmm. Wow. That was, the, that was the last straw for those who sided with Jim during the feud, and they broke away from the church to fight at the McCarter house. They likely regretted that decision. Wow. So we're dealing, in a very interesting way, with a post-outbreak story. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of cool. <laughs> I'm just going to say it right now. I like this. You know, the, and it's kind of like they're treating it like it's... You know what it's reminding me of? Mm-hmm. Like Wounded Knee. Oh. Yeah. Wow. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, when I heard, like, the McCarter house, and it's like, oh, it still might be there, I opened up another tab to, like, start Googling. It's like, what is the McCarter house? And yeah, And then, like... Right as that happened, Alan's like, zombie apocalypse. I'm like, oh, it's not a real thing. Never mind. <laughs> Although, does, is anyone else getting a, a, a... I mean, I know it's not exactly, but the white farmhouse and what they're describing now just makes me think of the house from Night of the Living Dead. Yeah. Yeah, I'm getting that. And that's not a bad thing, because, you know... You know, for for all intents and purposes, it, it might as well be. 
Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if it feels like this story is supposed to be picking up where that story left off. Uh-huh. Because at the end of Night of the Living Dead, you know, ignoring the sequels, at the end of that, it's just kind of business as usual that these uh, people are going by and killing all of the zombies. Uh-huh. Like it's nothing. Yeah. What's interesting, too, is it almost implies that they, they cleaned it up so quickly that it was just a weird one-night incident and that there wasn't any, like, huge lingering problems as a result. Like, they were actually able to contain everything in one night. Yeah, there's Night of the Living Dead and then there's Shaun of the Dead, and those are the only two that really do that. That's true. Actually, that's not true. I, I, I can think of another one. There's Night of the Living Dead that kind of ends on that note. Spoilers. Sorry, guys. But there's that. Um, my turn to read? Yeah, uh, I think so, yeah. yeah. Uh, no one had been in the house since except for the, a government cleanup crew that sanitized the property and fixed the broken door that led to the massacre. It had stagnated in real estate listings until my wife and I decided to buy it. We were dirt poor, and as the economy... Of the, I love how they're dirt poor, and I immediately go to a country accent, like a like a fucking bigot. As as the economy after the apocalypse was still in the dumps, and the only thing we could do could afford was to either take this house or keep sneaking into motels at night. The real estate company was so desperate to get rid of it that they waived the down payment and processing fees. They were very thankful because this was complete uh, was considerably cheaper than our apartment back in Marin City. My wife was six months pregnant with twins, and this meant more money and more space to raise our kids. So is the result going to be that there is a cellar somewhere and that when they open up the cellar, a zombie is going to come out and bite them and then the apocalypse starts all over again? I hope not. Yeah, not as well. Same. Well, let's see. Let's see. The story's the story's surprising me in a pleasant way so far. Um, while the real estate company promised lightning speed processing to get us the deed, we made arrangements to stay with a neighbor, a retiree named Charlie Bunyan, uh, until we got our house. We paid him a little money for room and board, and to borrow his truck and hands to get the furniture everyone was throwing out onto their curbs. He was happy to do it and happy to see new people in the neighborhood here. But he warned us that the community was still very superstitious and set in their ways, even after the apocalypse. Taking that house might create some problems with them. I'm wondering what time this takes place in, because I would like to imagine that there's, like, social media going on as this is happening. That would be amazing. (laughs) That people are out taking selfies with zombies and shit. (laughs) At the time, I noticed he seemed nervous about something else, too. But he never told us what it was, and I paid it no attention. While I was getting my new job set up at Ogle's Lumberyard across town, my wife and Charlie went out what? to... My wife and Charlie went out to collect furniture from the curbs. The economy here was so bad that trash pickup was monthly. But the residents around Walnut Creek were quite friendly to my wife and let her take what she wanted. Once they learned where she was moving into, though, like Charlie said, their reactions ranged from restraint to religious paranoia. 
One lady even closed the door on my wife and had to explain herself through the mail slot, saying, I'm sorry, but I was loyal to Pastor Olson, and I still am today. I don't care if he's dead. I want nothing to do with Jim McCarter. I love that I'm so invested in the story that you're going like my wife, and I'm not even laughing. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so so I like the premise of this. I like the premise of like there was the Pastor Olson clan, and then there was the MacArthur clan, and they they're Hatfields and McCoys in this situation. Oh yeah. Um, later in the day, the real estate company called to pick uh, pick up the de- the dead, the deeds <laughs> and keys. By the time I got done from work, I had a new house to come home to. I had a new house to come home to. That's a funny phrase. And a bunch of crappy furniture all stacked up in the living room. My wife told me about how our neighbors reacted and proselytized. And even though we knew to expect it, I found it weird because my new co-workers did the same thing to me. This house had a wider reputation than we expected. We nearly forgot all about it as we got to work putting furniture in place and cleaning up the couch to sleep in until we found a note under the couch cushion that Charlie had slipped there. Oh, wow. Hmm. Said very plainly. We, could, we, we, we couldn't read it. It was just a series of jumbled up <laughs> letters. It said spiders a few times. <laughs> Spider. It said very... Spy. Spider. Spider. Spiders. He is our hero. It said very plainly, <laughs> I didn't want to say anything while we were driving, but please do not stay in that house. You need to leave before the full moon. It seemed like he wanted to tell us more, but ran out of room. I crumpled the note and tossed it immediately. You have to understand neither my wife or I are religious, particularly after what we suffered during the zombie apocalypse. And this old school superstition was more than a little irritating to us. If they, want to, if they want to think we're blaspheming against some crazy old preacher and his flock of sheep, then that's their problem, not ours. Hmm. Hmm. That night, and I thought nothing, nothing of it at the time, I woke up at about 3.30 in the morning, just briefly, because I thought I heard some furniture shuffling around. I figured it was just my wife getting up and navigating the darkness to the bathroom. Two weeks from that night, we uh, would be fleeing for our lives. And those two weeks, uh, in those two weeks, and I condensed the details down, we settled on a daily routine of trying to get set up at the house. We went to work all day, and my wife would try to get... more of what we needed. It was a struggle for her because I wouldn't get paid for two weeks and we didn't want to bother our ignorant neighbors. At first, she tried getting around on foot, but our twins were too much of a strain on her small body and she often couldn't get much done most days. In the meantime, I was trying to rack up as many hours as I could so I could better afford what we needed. Hmm. Guys, 
the phrase my wife is in this story so much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I knew it would be. Um, did you figure out how many times? Uh, 20, 21 times. <laughs> oh, boy. I was good. I was going to say over 15. I was going to have over or under 15. But um, there you go. There you go. Uh, I don't know if the story is really that good or if I'm just so let down by the last story that this is extremely entertaining. Remember, our bar on undercooked analysis is fairly low. It doesn't. Yeah. It really doesn't take that much to impress <coughs> us. We just we're the main thing we're looking for. The main thing we want to praise and point out to people is like basic competent writing and basic yeah, competent understanding really of storytelling. Yeah. And this is doing that, you know. So when when it happens, and we never want to come into a story like assuming it's going to be bad. This, uh, it's, it's, it's like a breath of fresh air, you know, cause the majority of stories out there and this, I think this goes without saying sometimes are just not there. There's some glaring flaw or some bits of logic going on with those. So, I mean, to say we struggled barely describes how hard it was for us. I wasn't getting any real. I, I wouldn't be that melodramatic about it, David. What? Oh, that. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the joke let me, let was, read... I was. The joke was I was passing off the story as though it were your actual words no, re- and the struggle we were going through. No, I realized that, so let me read the actual paragraph then. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I wasn't getting any real sleep on that couch. I kept walking... Walking? Uh, I kept waking up hearing things and later seeing things moving in the darkness. My wife did too. And a red what? Cat- I'm sorry? I kept seeing... Uh... My wife did too. <laughs> Man, you really put you really put some pepper on that one. Yeah, just had to change it up a little bit, and it wrecked havoc on our sanity. We both we were both losing sight of reality and fighting at any chance we got. We broke our backs in in, in the day, fought each other to tears at night, and slept for only a couple hours until we heard the sounds again. The first few nights were just footsteps and something brushing against the furniture. Then it soon evolved to louder footsteps and the sound of furniture moving. So are we dealing with a post-zombie apocalypse haunted house? Hmm. Weird. Huh. Then Uh, I started to hear moaning. Real quick, though, we should address the fact that, again, joking aside, why not just name your wife? Right. Because just, names just were well, the, he yeah, yeah, that's true. Sally Sue. That's true, actually. Uh, I mean, other characters in the story got named Charlie, Pastor Olson. I mean, can't we just be on a first name basis? Do, th- do we? We don't even need last names. We just can we be on a first name basis? Can guys? I'd say let's replace every instance of my wife with uh, with a name that we decide right now. Uh, what should our protag's wife say? Peggy Sue. See, that's going to involve me abandoning the my wife thing. And we could do I both. Don't if, we could I do don't both. know if I'm ready to do that. We could do both. We could okay. do my wife, Peggy Sue, did too. Peggy Sue. Peggy Sue. Okay. Yeah, let's, we can let's give it a shot. Them. We can interchange them like you should. So that's the, yeah, that's the one 
issue so far for me. Now that you pointed out. Go ahead. Anyway, um, then I started to hear moaning. It froze me from the inside out as I remembered the last time I heard that sound. (sighs) (sighs) Fuck yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm breathing all over the place. Um, It sounded just like the moaning I heard for three days being barricaded in a basement during the zombie apocalypse. I panicked, thinking a stray survivor zombie had gotten in, which, while rare, was not unheard of in those days. Okay, it's good to know that, like, the twist isn't going to be, like, a, a, a stray zombie. Yeah, because that's apparently a thing that exists and is like not really a huge deal. Mm-hmm. It's it's kind of like someone getting a, a flesh-eating virus. It's like, yeah, but we kind of eradicated the flesh-eating virus, so whenever it shows up, it's just like, yeah, look at that weird incident. Mm. <laughs> I jumped out of the couch and turned the lights on. Only to find nothing but one irate pregnant wife, uh, Betty Jane, who had finally just gone to sleep. I should have suspected more at the time, but things would be different today if I did. But I still rationalize it as a strain, of, as the strain of our daily lives affecting us at night. Two nights later, our bickering came to a boil and my wife stormed to the kitchen to leave the house. I grabbed her and tried to slap her, rude, but I hit the bottle of Mr. Clean and spilled the entire contents. That's <laughs> <laughs> so funny because I'm just like, I'm like, ooh, domestic violence. Ah, they spilled Mr. Clean. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Clean cleaned up that, cleaned up his act. Spilled the entire contents on the floor instead and cleaned up my act. We decided to go to sleep right then, right on the floor in the puddle of Mr. Clean. <laughs> <laughs> Again, we heard noises. <laughs> Wait a second. Wait a second. So he tries to slap her, somehow misses so horribly that he hits a bottle of Mr. Clean that is just just so happens to be open. <laughs> The the and contents that, the contents of the Mr. Clean bottle fall on the floor and they just pause for a second, look at each other, and they're just like bet, Are you bet. thinking what I'm thinking? <laughs> <laughs> I just Mr. Clean really does it for me, you know. He's no brawny man, but even so. No, I think that I think that that's that's kind of like who's your wife who there? Are you into Mr. Clean or are you into the brawny bounty guy? Uh, I'm gonna have to go with it. I actually actually ship them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I could get behind that ship. Yeah. Yeah. So hey, you want uh, you want to be at the back of the train? <laughs> hey, artists. Um, <laughs> post us some rule thirty four of uh, Mr. Clean and the Brawny Man. Or you know, just some 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 gentle, loving fan art. Yeah, 
Either or. Uh, again, we heard noises, louder now than ever, saw thicker shadows moving in the darkness, and only got sleep near dawn. It was the sound of brawny, <laughs> the brawny bouncy man and, and Mr. Clean going at it. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> My turn? Um, or whose uh, turn? I think it's Alan's turn. Right. Um, so, our day? Uh, not long after dawn. Okay. Not long after dawn, my wife... My wife! Sorry, everybody. Sorry. Sorry, everybody. Um, it's okay. My wife shook me awake in a panic and pointed to the Mr. Clean mess on the kitchen floor. There were footprints in it. Neither of us had been in the kitchen once we tried to go to bed. We then saw the furniture in the living room had been moved. Someone really was in our house that night. Our day picked up a bit when Charlie dropped by with a possibly new king-sized mattress for us. Um, We talked for a bit, and he said he felt bad for the community spooking us or imposing any nonsense on us he then left as quick as he could we never saw him again oh like we moved the mattress upstairs scoob and while it was definitely more comfortable we still didn't get any sleep Every night, the sounds and moaning got louder. The shadow outlines grew up thicker. And every morning, the furniture would be moved or turned over. When the lights came on, there was nothing. But then I would feel something was staring at me, leering, like it didn't know any other way to let me know, like, no, it didn't like me. Like, no, like, it didn't have any other way. Oh, my God. Like, like, why didn't you just tell me? Like, come on. Use your language. I can read semaphore. What's a semaphore? Flags. What's a, what's a semaphore? A semi is for hauling. <laughs> <laughs> then one night, it was too loud to mistake it for something else. Something was in our house. I took my gun with me as I got to the stairs. And the moonlight <laughs> shining Wait on the... Wait a second. Wait. What? I took my gun with me. Your what? My gun. <laughs> Your what? As I got to the stairs, and the moonlight shining on the bald hill, as I got closer to the full phase, made it undeniable that someone was in our house. But this time, it's personal. <laughs> no, but this time he brought his friends, too. I saw maybe a dozen and a half figures downstairs, and I was prepared to open fire. But when I turned the light on to better see them, again, there was no one in there, and the furniture had been moved even further than before. I thought I was going insane. I know I saw people downstairs, but the light, the one truth left in the world, showed no one there. I turned on the the I turned the light off again, and they came back like they like ne- like they never left. But this time, they were slowly making their way up the stairs to me. In the bright moonlight, 
I could almost make out body parts and faces, but I chickened out and turned the light back on and kept it on overnight. I was too stubborn to admit my house was apparently haunted, so I still simply summed up the lack of sleep. So I still simply summed it up that the lack of sleep and our problems was taking its toll on me. Uh, <coughs> this happened to me. I'm never crazy about these logic leaps that protagonists go through when they're faced with the clear evidence, you know, like, uh, what do we call that? A, a Jera symptom? I don't know. I don't know because I'm trying to put that's myself. Like the, that's like the mild version. I'm trying to put myself in this situation like after seeing all of this being the skeptic that I am I would be like maybe I am just like stressed out and hallucinating like hallucinations are a thing mm-hmm. I wouldn't jump to being jump to it being something supernatural I would jump to I'm going crazy you know Oh night yeah night terrors it's all night terrors I don't want I don't I've seen I've seen my brother have some fucking insane night terrors, like, like where he's he's awake for like twenty like he had a dream once, not not once multiple times where he thought there was like a snake in his bed. Oh shit! <laughs> and he like wakes up and he like runs out of the house like in his underwear and he's oh. just like there's a fucking snake in my bed oh, and we're just like Jay there's it, not it, a snake there's not I... a snake in your bed. <laughs> I, uh, and, and he's like taking Jay. 20 minutes to calm him down and we're just like no Jay there was not a snake in your bed and he's like no there fucking was and it's just like this weird delusion because he's still inside the dream that many minutes out that's crazy wow <sighs> poor Jay uh, he... I, uh, I've actually I actually had a night terror while I was at your place <laughs> You did? Yeah. What? Mm. Remember when you came downstairs and uh, I was still... uh, It was before Disney, I think. Okay. Was it the night before? Yeah. I I was just awake playing Super Smash Brothers on my... uh, uh, On my 3DS. Oh, yeah. And... uh, No, yeah, I, uh, I, I, I had woken up, and, sorry, blah. That's alright. No, no, uh, I can't remember the details of what the dream were, but I did have a night terror and woke up and, uh, walked into your kitchen and kind of came to in there. Whoa. Um, and, uh... There have been more than one occasions where I uh, I wake up thinking uh, my room is on fire and uh, bolt out into the living room. Oh shit! I mean that's I mean you know what that's fair because like there's been a couple times I've woken up uh, where um, mm-hmm. and found like this undeniable sensation that there's someone standing like over me. Mm-hmm. And uh, that usually that's changed. a that's a that's a classic. That's one. a con- I realize that's really common. That's not that's not unique at all. I like have this. It'll be a perfect like outline of of a head and shoulders in the dark. You know that I can see just like standing there. Um, 
And one time, I recall kind of coming to from one of those, only to have a, a, a dark figure still actually hovering over me and actually, like, pushing my arms down. And for a split second, I was going to, like, die. And it was just Kayla trying to calm me down because apparently I'd, I'd screamed and woken her up. Huh. So that was freaky. But then, like, a split second later, I'm like, oh, wait, no, that's just Kayla. Trying to, like keep me from flailing around so it's, it's a ghost <coughs> no dusty it's kayla <laughs> um i ended up sleeping until mid-afternoon the next day i missed nearly a full day of work and while my boss was understanding on the phone he also laid it out straight for me that he could not afford to pay an employee who didn't show up my wife and i talked about going to a doctor but we both realized there was nothing that could be done until I got my paycheck until after after work tomorrow. I just needed more sleep, and it wasn't hard to knock back out either, or not back out later. Okay, so yeah, it's justifying it's justifying what's going on here too. Damn healthcare problems in this post-apocalyptic zombie world. Thanks, zombie Obama. Sick Zobama. Uh oh, Bombi. Um, oh, Bombi, that's it. <laughs> oh, Bombi. <laughs> oh, shit. Um. That night I dreamt. Is that? Yes. Yeah, that's right. Another yeah. right track. That night, I dreamt that my wife and I were inside the Walnut Creek Church. I was the pastor there, and my wife was giving birth to two girls in the narthex. On the narthex. The narthex? The narthex. That's that thing at the head of the church. Like, the Nar- big Nar- pulpit-looking thing. Is that where you narfle the garthok? <laughs> Yeah. If you look under the narthex, you'll find the chalice of soldiers. But when I heard the term narthex for the first time, I'm like, man, this is like some like Halo shit. Like the narthex is a race of aliens. Oh, the birth. Can David? Can we get the Halo theme with Clarissa oh, explains it all? Why you do this? <laughs> it's not gonna mesh well at that's all. fine it's it, all it's important that you try all right let's I, see. I feel like it can mesh with like the main da, 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 da. We'll, we'll see what i can do yeah yeah we will okay you're gonna see what like you're gonna hear what i can do right now insert music here or at the beginning of the episode like we usually do that's true <laughs> The birth was a success, and I kept wandering around the shrouded, cloudy church with all these random people filling the pews and hallways. When I went back to the narthex, my twins were already school age. I kept changing my direction um, and attention to one thing after another, and every time I turned around to see my girls again, (laughs) they got older and older. I wandered through the hallways again. But this time the parishioners were unhappy because something happened. I go back to the narthex and my girls 
barely adult age now. We're both pregnant. Oh, no. So I like that this is... It can be interpreted a number of ways. This could either be... Uh, you know, spirits convening with him through dreams, or it could just be a Freudian thing, fear mm-hmm. of being a parent because he's having twins as well. I mean, he heard the stories it, about it's what ambiguous. happened, so this is assuming. So this is assuming this is like bleeding into his subconscious. So yeah, it's it's ambiguous as to what which is happening, or mm-hmm. if it's both. You know. Yeah, I like it. <coughs> Then the congregation started freaking out, but I, <laughs> my congregation, <laughs> but I didn't know what to do until someone told me it was a zombie attack. We built defenses for the doors, but we couldn't finish them because my wife appeared out of the misty hallway to tell me our daughters went out into the fields. They were trying to get back to the MacArthur house. They went after I went after them and lost and got lost in the gray fog that was overwhelming everything. Mm. The next hmm? sorry. The next thing I saw, I was in my bedroom and I was staring at a man sitting on my bed that I had never seen before. I felt like I was angry with him, but that I wasn't in control either. He was cowering in the corner. I got on my knees to get closer to him, and when my face was close to his, he pulled a gun out of nowhere and shot me in the face. The gun rang out loud, and I woke up. Hmm. 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 When I woke up, I could still hear the gun ringing in my ears. A real shot had been fired. Then I heard, my wife, scream, Honey! Honey! Ah, sugar, sugar. Bam, 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 bam. <laughs> oh, those pregnancy cravings. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking need. She, she's just out on the lawn, firing a gun into the air. Just honey, fire, I need just fucking honey. Gun into the ceiling, like I need honey. <laughs> I need honey. <laughs> Wake up, you lazy bastard! <laughs> <laughs> I'm oh. eating for three here Scream honey honey While she was out <laughs> on the stairs uh, I ran to her And there they were Dozens of zombie Zombies Shuffling in the moonlight There they were Dozens of old zombies <laughs> Shuffling in the moonlight Dancing in the sunlight, disappearing in the shadows, moving the furniture, and slowly making their way up to us. Having a wonderful time. She she fired several more times, but none of them fell or even reacted. Before I knew it, one of them was just was trying to grab me, but I could feel a small push on my shoulders. But when my wife turned on the lights, they were gone. The room was empty, as it should have been. And I let out a mighty roar of frustration and lunacy. Oh, man. Oh, God. Oh, man. Oh, God. Well, they're both having the same hallucination now. So clearly, clearly there's something, <laughs> something weird and supernatural going on now. Yeah. Uh, so 
she she was firing she was she was firing the gun she was out on the stairs i'm assuming they mean the stairs to the house like on the porch yeah well she's firing the gun why didn't she wake up her husband It's like I got this. She, she, it's like, it's like the dog needs a walk. It's like, ah, zombie apocalypse. I guess I'll do this and not wake up the husband. <laughs> um, so we're dealing with ghost zombies. This is even worse. <laughs> um, now we had no choice. We had to leave the house. We had to abort. <laughs> <laughs> We can't be raising these two daughters <laughs> in a zombie-infested world. We we got to abort. What? I mean, abort this living situation. What did you think I meant? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> we... <laughs> we have to abort. Oh, thank God. Uh, I, I mean, like, the, the mission. Oh. It's <laughs> oh, terrible. Well, well, let's not rule anything out. <laughs> <laughs> We still had no options until I got paid today. When morning came, I did my best to focus on just getting through the day so I could get my money and we could leave. But just when I thought things could get any worse, I ended up leaving the lumberyard with a pink slip instead of a paycheck. Again, I'll spare you details. Let's just say I listened to one too many haunted house jokes, and I definitely deserve to get fired for what I did. In my desperation, I drove throughout the town and started begging door to door for money. It was pathetic, and I came home extremely late, empty-handed. Oh, I want to know what he did to get fired. Hmm. That's kind of a weird statement. It should, shouldn't it be but, like, let's just say I listened to too many haunted house jokes, but I definitely deserve to get fired for what I did. Yeah, it should be and but instead of and. I feel like that would have it more, more of an impact. Yeah. Anyway. I hope he ate somebody, just to prove a point. Just straight up just jumped <coughs> on him and started nomming his face. Like, yeah, what do you think of this, huh? Ghost zombies! Ghost what? zombies! <laughs> Ghost what? zombies! What, what if he's, like, one of those people who gets into, like, political discussions at work and, and like, just keeps digging their grave deeper and he's just like, look, I'm just saying that you know, if everyone's consenting, there's nothing wrong with cannibalism. And he's just trying to convince everyone of that position. Oh, man. <laughs> I mean, I just happen to think that the artist's work should outweigh the terrible things that they've done. And Louis C.K. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Nope, 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 nope. Nope, 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 that, nope, nope, nope. That night was the last night before that Louis the C.K. Moon. had a career. Yes. <laughs> That night was the last night before the full moon, and the worst fight I'd ever had with my wife. It was almost midnight before we both calmed down and tried to come up with a plan. We were just going to leave the lights on everywhere, sleep as best we could, and pack the car in the morning. But then I had a stroke, and I died the end. But then, I, at the stroke of midnight, all the lights suddenly shut off. If you're wondering why, it's because I planned to pay the electric bill before I got home. We tried to just run for it, but we were already surrounded by zombies on the hill. The moonlight was almost sunlight, and not only could I see every part of every corpse coming after us, 
I could see through them, and they all had bullet holes in their heads. My spine turned to ice once it all finally dawned on me. We weren't haunted uh, with the ghosts of the McCarters. We were haunted with the ghosts of the zombies who died here. Oh, shit. Yep, I was right. Ghost zombies. Okay. And it's tear time again. (laughs) Soinks! Holy shit. We ran back inside and barricaded the doors behind us. Well, they just passed right through. In my madness, I tried to shoot them in the head again, but how do you kill something that had already died twice? (laughs) The moonlight made them strong, and we had nowhere to go but the master bedroom. We tried again to barricade the door, but it was no use. Nothing could stop them anymore, and I succumbed to darkness just before they swarmed over me. It's no use! Take this! Now, here's the part of the story that's really unbelievable. Obviously, I didn't die. Instead, I woke up the next morning without a scratch on me. I was ready to rejoice until I saw my wife was already up and crying hysterically without giving too much detail. She informed me that our unborn twins had died during the night and that it wasn't for any physical or natural reasons for reason either. We didn't bother packing. We just left right then and there before we got to see what they were like at full strength. Okay. Wait. <coughs> I'm I'm okay, then how did they die? No physical or natural reason. Oh, I guess I guess when you can pass through things, you can also pass through to... Anyway. Uh... No, I'm imagining the zombies, like, pass, like, pull the babies, psychically pull the... Like, they swipe at her stomach and pull the babies out? What is the deal here? What if they just stuck their heads... Oh, that's really... Oh, my God. That is a horrible mental image. Ghost zombies just stick their heads into the, the womb and just nom the babies... Oh, shit. Ghost O'Bombly's gynecologist. <laughs> what the fuck is this nonsense? Ghost carriage. I want to read... I want to read... <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? I used to play bass for ghost carriage. <laughs> Ain't no phantom coach here. I just want to... I want to mention again that Parmesan said... All I'm going to say is it's his least deranged story. Holy shit, what else has J.S. Lawhead written? Because just this subtly, like, what it's implying is, or at least what we're taking from it, is pretty fucking deranged. I I think it's supposed to be a messy thing where you're not supposed to be able to decipher exactly what that means. Right. I, I don't know how to feel about it, but the rest of the story has carried its weight, so I'm more lenient, you know what I mean? You're, you're you're cool. You're so because of that. You're cool with the ghost zombies. Oh, I'm thoroughly cool with the ghost zombies. That's not what I'm talking about. No, I mean, I like the the ghost zombies leading to a miscarriage. Right. No, I, I, Psych, I, I psychic don't... psychic ghost zombies working for Obama's health care <laughs> that have aborted these twins. 
Thanks, oh bomb. Thanks, oh bombly. Oh blombles. Oh blombles. Thanks, opals. Thanks, opal. That was three years ago. At this point, after an exhaustive amount of research, I think I figured out what happened during the. You, know, you, 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 David, I just need you to realize that when you upload this to YouTube, you can use the meta tag ghost zombie gynecologist and it won't be misleading (laughs) (laughs) for the youtube version of this yes uh that was three years ago at this point after an exhaustive amount of research i think i figured out what happened during the original zombie attack really please fucking tell us (laughs) during the original zombie attack on walnut creek Pastor Olson's twins, still in love with Jim, had a dramatic change of heart and broke out of the church to be with him. No one knows whatever happened to them and to Olson. That was this was the final straw in his feud with Jim. Olson went out into the field and waded through the zombie horde to get to the McCarter house. He was the <coughs> one who broke the door and let the zombies in, and he became a zombie himself as a result. I also think he was the one leering at me in the darkness all those nights, and I think he was the one who took our daughters from us. Maybe. Holy shit, I just realized Olsen twins. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Never mind, fuck the story. They're fucking with us. Olsen twins. I'm sure there's like a 13 year old listening to this that's just like Olsen twins? What is, why is that significant? Thirteen-year-olds shouldn't listen to this show. Maybe Olsen Pizza. P z z z a. No, no, that's gonna be our opening. This episode. <laughs> uh, With the Clarissa explains it all. Yeah, on top there we go. <laughs> Maybe Olsen was right. Maybe zombies really were newly evolved creatures that deserved to live and feed as they naturally do, just like everyone else. Who would have thought ghost logic could apply to the living dead? You can go visit the house if you want, but don't go during the full moon. In fact, don't go anywhere near the battle site anywhere. Don't go anywhere near the battle site anywhere. A battle site anywhere. Any battle don't site. Don't go anywhere near a battle site anywhere. Don't go to Battle Creek, Michigan. <laughs> yeah. Rob Van Dam doesn't even Rob live there Dam. anymore. Uh, if it wasn't, if it happened to us, it can happen to you. Those zombies don't eat flesh anymore. They eat souls. Okay, oh. there's, there is, okay, slam dunk on the last, last sentence right there. No kidding. Wow. Way to bring it home, J.S. Lawhead. Damn. This only has 7.4. Yeah, that's fucked up. Yeah. I like the I like man. Do you know what a seven point four is on on the site? A seven point four on the site is dog shit. This is wrong. <laughs> There's there are so many worse stories that are not given as much that are that are. I, I, mm, this is criminal. This this is very this is very good. This is a very good story. I like this story. It's very good. I, I yeah. like to think that a lawhead is someone who's addicted to law. 
I'm of course the, there's a bunch of comments ripping on this story, and yeah, fuck them. <laughs> the, the Zombie f- ghosts? No, just no. You're trying too hard. Oh, I didn't even think about zombie ghosts leave this place. <laughs> who spills orange button says who spills an entire bottle of Mister Clean and doesn't bother to clean it up before going to bed? <laughs> so yeah, they they know what's up. Yeah, no one is being very positive on this story. Not really. They're all just shitting on it. It's creepypasta.com Where fun goes to die. Because life is a fucking nightmare. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Wow, that was really cool. Uh, Thank you. That was actually completely not what I was... I was not expecting that at all from this story. And uh, yeah, I agree. Slam dunk at the end. Uh, tied everything up pretty nicely. Harbinger experiment, 9.1. Fuck that noise. And fuck the Harbinger experiment. We already had a Harbinger experience. <laughs> okay, so, so just for comparison, let's go to the Harbinger experiment and read those comments. Well done. It's always the long stories that build up and really prove to be entertaining. Oh, Jesus. Well, actually, I do have one question. How come they were able to kill uh, Subject 1 and not Subject 3? 1 is spelled uh, O-N-E, and then uh, 3 is just 3. Holy mother of God, that was scary. 10 out of 10 for you. Scariest story I've heard in five months. So refreshing to read a good story again. I rather like this pasta. 8.5 out of 10. No. Finally. It's been too long since there was such a great pasta on this oh, site. No, oh, Brandon, stop. This was it incredible. Oh. Absolutely loved it. Oh, no. No, this is... I can't do this. I can't do this. Simply amazing. Oh, God. I'm, Beautiful. Uh, Fucking tiny, uh, Tim. Uh, awesome story. Uh, it kept me interested. Great job. Uh, Fantastic story. 9 out of 10. These people are outing themselves as illiterate. I give the McCarter house a zombie ghosts out of leave this place. I give I give it uh, a Mr. Queen inside. <laughs> Bounty man. <laughs> Brawny man, rather. I, uh... Brandon stole the thing I was gonna say. Um, so I give it a, um... Um... A, uh... Maybe, maybe, maybe you interpret this ship differently. Maybe you think that Brawny would go in Mr. Clean instead. Who do you oh, well, think is, who well, do you think is topping and bottoming? Oh, I for sure think the lumberjack is on top. <laughs> no, I think he's a power bottom. <laughs> um, Man, Mr. Clean is alpha as fuck. <laughs> I mean, Mr. Clean does look like he, uh, he he knows his shit. Just like could take command. Yeah. 
I want to revise my Bronny is absorbent. I want to revise. I want to revise my my freshest rating. I give this a Peggy Sue out of my wife. I give this uh, a uh, an Obambi (laughs) out of a uh, ghost carriage. Oh, Bobby's death panels are coming in the ghost carriage. (laughs) (laughs) Just picture a fucking, like, phantom coach a la, like, you know, Darby O'Gale, the little people approaching, but the coachman is Obama. Guys, question. Um, Smile Dog, what do you think its rating is? (laughs) It's probably stupid high. A cold, even... Nine. Uh, uh, um, it's okay though, because we've, as we've established, only the uh, only the illiterate gather on creepypasta.com. dot com. Only only the philistines gather, <laughs> gather at creepypasta.com. dot com. I have a and... thought though. What if at some point we take a look at the top rated ones on here that we haven't read and see if they if any how many of them actually hold up to uh, scrutiny. For example, the second highest rated story on the site is a story just simply titled Love. Yeah, I saw oh. that. That might be uh, worth looking that has, into. That has the opposite of the of the no sleep problem. Yeah. <laughs> the no sleep tells you everything, and it's then creepypasta.com tells you nothing. Well, let's see, the devil I game. fell in love. Now I wish I hadn't. <laughs> let's see, the devil game's at 9.2. There's Turn It Off. There's our old Fred Turn It Off at 9.2. Turn it off. Like a light switch. Uh, yeah, I'm fucking done with this. I've already gone to Twitter, and now I'm looking at pictures of Winona Ryder dressed up as Leo DiCaprio from Titanic. What? Okay, I think that's that's uh, calling in a night. To all who come to this happy podcast, welcome. Nothing new is something new. That great poets imitate and improve. Where our small ones steal and spoil. Hi, I'm Andrew. And I'm Justin. And if it wasn't readily apparent at that, we're huge nerds about remakes. That's why we're doing the Nothing New Podcast. Once a month, we'll sit down and talk about a remake in detail and its original, covering them in whatever order they come out, from Wizard of Oz to It and beyond. They're remaking Stuart Gordon's 1986 sci-fi horror classic from beyond? Oh, no. Oh, that's going to be a long time coming. Anyway, if that sounds up your alley, come join Justin and I, and maybe a guest or two, to explore the wonderful world of remakes, film by film. Remakes have been done forever. People talk about Scarface don't even know that was a remake. Oh, nicely said. Don't thank me. Thank Antoine Fuqua. This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com.